Art pop talk. Art pop talk. Art pop talk. Art pop talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to an episode of Drunk Josh Thoughts. Um, this is a very special episode of Josh Thoughts, and yeah, it's your it first time on camera. How do you feel? Oh, Josh that's Turner. right. There is a camera. There um, is a camera. If you are listening on a podcast, please go over to YouTube and mm-hmm. um, and watch our, our tragic video of us actually day drinking, if I have to be honest, <laughs> because Josh and I have very busy schedules yeah. and, you know, we came in from Tulsa today to have this content, but all I've eaten today are like cookies and it's definitely 2.30, so. Breakfast of champions. Breakfast of champions. Yeah, make sure you watch the video. You will miss our chainsaw juggling if you are only on the podcast platform, so. Um, I feel like we're going to disappoint everyone <laughs> with no chainsaw juggling content. Well, um, I did blow that, didn't I? Well, it's okay. You know, you're just trying to get people to go over to YouTube yeah. and to also bump up our views there yeah. because it's like... It's the reach, right? Five people, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's good. Um, what are you drinking, Josh? I'm starting off with um, some whiskey. Ginger ale, bitters, and a bit of lemon juice. I'm sure there's a name it. for it, but it's a uh, yeah, We're, nice easy goer. I'm gonna have you put our alcohol mm-hmm. on one of the many uh, music uh, devices yeah. in here. We got a few. Um, so before we started recording this video, Josh got very upset with me mm-hmm. and snapped at me because I was like, Josh, I really like this piano. Like, I really think that's like a nice moody like Josh background so we're in the music studio this is like where like the josh musician magic happens mm-hmm. and he was like um gianna that's not a piano it's a pump organ it's a pump organ yeah please tell us i was about offended the pump that, uh, organ. i just thought it was pretty <laughs> it is you're right that is that is ac- absolutely accurate so this is a pump organ my grandpa owned this pump organ and one of my cousins uh drove it down here because i really nice. wanted it after he passed away from minnesota yeah yeah I really wanted it after he passed away, and um, I got it. I didn't know how I was going to, going to get it, and uh, a cousin was nice enough to drive it down. It's really nice. It doesn't really work, though. It's just for and aesthetic. It looks great. It sounds really great cool. when it did work when I first got it, but then it kind of quickly went out of commission. So, Is there, like, how do you fix a pump organ? Like, what's the what's the issue with it? Well, what, so the way it works is you got these pedals down here, and you pump air into the organ with your feet yeah. manually. Um, and then you play the keys and then if there's a leak inside, like somewhere in the way the air passes through, if the air escapes and the air is leaked out before it gets to its destination, then it just doesn't work. And that's Uh, what the problem is. So I think it is fixable, but it's a pump organ. So it's hard to get out of the house and say, take to a a local pump organ shop (laughs) in Edmond, Oklahoma. Yeah. (laughs) I know that guy. So, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pump organ Joe. That's what they call him. Yeah. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. he's a good one. Yeah. This episode of Drunk Josh Thoughts is sponsored by Pump Organ Pump Joe. Pump Organ Joe. Shout out to shout out to him. <laughs> He's always been there for us. Um, well, as always, Josh, we like to give you topics on Josh Thoughts that mm-hmm. we know that you can actually respond to because we know that we set you up to kind of fail <laughs> with Josh Thoughts. But yes. we just kind of want to know what's been happening in your life. For our Bianca and I call it Chitty Chatty. Mm-hmm. And... It's become to the point where we might need chitty chatty music from you. Oh, that'd be great. I don't know. I feel like we haven't had you on in a while, and like you've been yeah. doing so many cool things. You went to go see uh, Lingua Ignota in person, yeah. IRL, 
And so mm-hmm. I wanted to hear about that. So let's start there. I have many Discordia updates for yes. our pep talks, but let's start there. How was that? Um, that was good. Although in just general life, my mind is entirely dominated right now by Matilda because I'm playing bass in I the forgot. Matilda musical. Oh my God, Josh. Yeah. I'm, I'm so mad at myself that I didn't <laughs> put in that question. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. Well, of course. Will you, mm-hmm. so please remind everybody about your, from the nine to five, like, yes. Okay. So I'm a band director at a, uh, in a local district here, um, in the OKC metro area. Doing them proud. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Putting this content into the universe. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Um, Wholesome content for students. But um, it's, uh, I teach 6th through 12th grade band, mostly focused on percussion. Um, And a few years ago, when they, because, well, the the high school I teach at is um, very successful in the drama department. And a few years ago, um, I got I started getting involved in the musical productions that they do and um, playing bass in the orchestra pit, which is way better than playing percussion. Because although I love playing percussion, there's so much stuff. And I get to watch the people that do play percussion, like, lug down 15 things with, like, all these trips and, like, like awkwardly of... set up. And I just carry yes. out my one bass and I'm like, see ya. <laughs> and it's great. Because ne- I've never gotten to do that in my musical life. It's always, like, me lugging all the stuff and, and yeah. taking 20 trips. So it's nice. Um, and this year the musical was Matilda. And um, we had our first rehearsal with the cast last night. And it certainly happened. Oh, uh, that yes. was so lovely of you <laughs> to say. And, yes. it, and it was and A, it will be. Yes, yeah. I mean, um, the time that it started happened and the time that it ended also happened. And... So that gives you an idea of how it went. Okay. So Lingua Ignota, how was it? Oh. So if you haven't gone to see some of our, or listen to see, listen to see. <laughs> listen to see. If you, have, if you haven't gone to listen, because this is primarily a podcast, one of our Josh Thoughts episodes, was it our first one? That was the first one. Our first one, we were really talking about... Bianca still lived here. No, she was just back during COVID. Also, right. speaking of Bianca, yeah, she's not here, if you haven't yet. noticed. Maybe. I don't yet. know. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I? Yes. Lingua Ignota. Lingua Ignota. Previous Josh Thoughts. Previous first Josh, Josh Thoughts. Thoughts. First Josh Thoughts ever. Excellent content where we really get into the metal of it all. We that was really a great episode. dissect that artist. I think so too. Yeah. So like, fantastic episode. And you went to go see her. Was mm-hmm. that your first time seeing It her? was. Yeah. Saw her in Dallas? Yeah. And so she had, you know, if you go back and listen to that episode, you can hear and understand about what really influenced this project of hers, Lingua Ignota, because her, her real name is Kristen Hader, and you can you can really listen back to like what influenced this Lingua Ignota project and, and, and how it came about and and where she kind of drew from to write the music sh- that she wrote. And if you ever listen to it, I mean, the music itself is just devastating and, yeah. and like powerful and, and just soul-crushing. And um, she announced recently that she's going to, be wrapping up that era of her career. Wow. Because interesting. Yeah. And, and and because it's been, you know, and all the trauma she's been through, even like the first trauma she experienced to 
or the, I guess, I don't know what about first, that's not the right way to say it, but like the, the trauma that really influenced the start of the project. And then even more after that, um, she said before, she said recently that like, you know, she, it's been helpful and cathartic to just put that out there and process it, but then reliving it over and over again by performing and by yeah. writing new material based on that isn't healthy. Sure. And so I think it's really awesome that she's able to like be in a place with, um, success in sustaining her career mm -hmm. that she can say like, okay, this, this aspect is going to be done. And I mean, her entire fan base was, I think had the same reaction of like, great, very happy for you. Can't wait to see what you do next. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you feel like that aspect, because there are very like deep topics in metal and I think like, you know, the stigma is all, it's all like death and devil. Right. Yeah. But it's, because that's not a media I consume very often, it's interesting for me to listen to you talk about an artist in this industry, talk about how her work is traumatizing and that's cathartic, but she's also setting that boundary and being like, this chapter is done for me. Like, do those conversations about that trauma and like kind of mental health, like in this, like in that part of like the music industry, like does, what am I trying to say? Like, does that happen a lot? Is that- Yeah, I would, I would say it does. And especially cause, um, it became pretty well known after Lingua Ignota was, was very well established and very well. Oh no, this is a drunk episode. What's our burp policy? <laughs> I was going to let it rip and I was like, wait a minute. No, I can't. That's rude. This is a classy podcast. <laughs> when you, when you burp, you drink. How about that? Cause we haven't set any like drinking rules. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Like anytime. I say piano instead of pump organ. <laughs> I have to drink. Right, right, yes. But all that to say, there are constantly conversations about like, you know, mental health of mm -hmm. the the within the metal community and, and musicians and and all this. And I, th I think mm -hmm. I, I would say that over the years, and maybe this could be, I formed an echo chamber for myself. But that's a lot of more positive talk than you might think from yeah. you know, uh, us us uh, knuckle dragging metalheads. I just think, yeah, maybe from my exposure to it via you, what I have experienced as all of your relationships and your stories just seem like very, very healthy. Like overall, like Discordia has been such like a healthy and like lovely experience that I feel like I don't have the stigma of how this metal community has been for you, mm -hmm. but it is such like a niche thing that we do talk about on the podcast. And I do feel like our audience really isn't exposed to this kind of art or this kind mm -hmm. of community either. So to listen to you talk about one, like a woman artist in the genre and also publicly talk about this ending this chapter in her life and also publicly talking about mental health within the metal community, I just think is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to go back and just talk about how, her music is kind of defined yeah, and I think kind of lift the veil of just like mysticism of metal. And we've talked about this, yeah. but I think it's always kind of nice to revisit it. Like when we do have Josh on. So when you Google Lingua Ignota, she comes up as a multi-instrumental artist, a non-classifiable artist or a multidisciplinary artist. Mm -hmm. So what's, I, what's, what do you need to explain? That's all pretty straightforward. <laughs> God, I, <laughs> it's a pump organ. I feel as though she's a pump organ. God damn. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what I was going to say is I feel as though all those things are like the same and also not the same. And yeah. like, 
have you heard like from her mouth like how does she like describe herself and her art um because she also puts on this like persona also so i feel like there's her and then there's also lingua ignota you know yeah oh yeah for sure and 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 the the i just ran now realizing i talked a lot and didn't even tell you how the show was it was great she was good I also didn't <laughs> think I'm, I guess, here we go. <laughs> we, got, we, we got into some, uh, some uh, heavy territory, so, and that was all good. Um, we're, we're getting it out first. Yeah. While it's still appropriate. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, well, actually, to link to the question you just asked and the, how the show was, um, it's helpful to talk about, because she did two sets that night, mm-hmm. and one was all, like, traditional folk kind of like gospel songs which was really cool and um like i think she did poor wayfaring stranger which is a really common one but then she did a lot of other ones that that were in the same vein um and you know like stuff kind of like she didn't do the song but stuff similar to like down to the river to pray like like stuff kind of like that like very old roots southern gospels type stuff which is a really interesting theme in her music because throughout her whole career um and and all her albums there's always kind of like a liturgical theme Mm. um and so i think like leaning really hard into that for this first set where it's all kind of these are like you know old gospel songs but she was doing them you know in her style where like her, her her singing voice is incredible and she's so expressive with it but then she would also she was on a piano where she would um just put a bunch of junk inside the piano mm. and um we had a josh thoughts on uh john cage we talked about him a lot and he I was did. uh he, he would also be mad at me for not knowing what a pump organ is no he would he's i think john cage might have been the nicest person that's ever lived <laughs> yeah um I'm, I'm sad i was four when he died and i didn't get to meet him um what a missed opportunity right right <laughs> should have had him on but um Damn. but she uh um so put a bunch. Of, so it's called prepared pianos. When you do that, where you kind of like take the piano strings and like wedge, like random metal objects in there. So when you hit a note, instead of hearing that note, you see this weird kind of clanky buzz or something kind of like that. Right. So she would just toss a bunch of stuff in the piano, kind of set a few things, and then play the piano as normal, but then singing these old gospel songs with this piano just kind of like, like out of tune. Yeah, like out of tune. Yeah. The piano sounds like it just lost its mind and. So it's really really cool to hearing that, and um, and then she and then she did a set of all her stuff after a brief intermission, mm-hmm. and the show did she was meet at her? Did no, she, get to meet her? I, she didn't I, like come out. Oh, I, I, maybe I could. Have, well, I it was in Dallas, and I had to do. A, I don't. I don't remember where I had the next. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I drank, so we're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> good episode i'm gonna get you fired that's nah, fine um but uh so i don't remember where to, don't remember what i had the next day but i had to drive back after the show from dallas that okay. night did you go by yourself yeah i love that yeah i just like don't know like why i need to like applaud you for that or like why <laughs> i have such a hard time doing things by myself but i just like love how like you are into lingua ignota and you just like drove to Dallas and yeah. went by yourself. Like, I just think that's so cool. Like life's short. Do life's stuff. short. I do have a question for you. Cause I was talking with a art pop tart, Clara Titus, who we've had on the podcast, who's an artist and sculptor. 
Um, but she was talking about how she is part of the beehive. She's like in a Beyonce stan all the way, right? So she was talking about how she really wanted to get tickets for the Renaissance tour. And she was talking about how much money that she would willingly spend on, you know, to experience, sorry, if you heard that beat, (laughs) to experience music the way that she wants to experience what she loves. And I feel like Bianca and I talked about that a lot and how much, like how much realistically would I drop on Lady Gaga tickets? Like I would drop some money for that. Like what, what is like your limit on on like money for oh a man concert. that's a great it's a really good question yeah as much as i love lingua ignota she's not like my you know like my do or die favorite artist like yeah. I'm just, i will do anything i would say like if if tom waits announced a show that was like hey i'm gonna play this show in alaska and um there's 16 tickets and also you have to take a ferry um to get there sorry I pay almost any amount. Like <laughs> if, you, if you said, if you said, if you said name an amount, I'm like, all right, cool. We're selling the house. Let's do this. You would have said, thank you. And yes. here's my money. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah. and I would just anything, whatever. Yeah. So like if, if, if Tom Waits does anything before, I was going to say before he dies. Cause that's very, that's very sad. I know he's in his seventies yeah. and he hasn't had a show since 2012. So, um, so like if he did 12, have a 13? show, it would also be like, when are you going to perform again? Also? Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that one is, I would, I would pay almost any amount and like yeah. you could name an amount. And if I had it, I would probably pay it. Right. Um, other one, other artists though. Um, I mean like some of my favorite metal, well, it's kind of, it's, I don't know. It's kind of weird because that question for, for someone like like the, the the fandom I guess I'm a part of right is weird because like one of my all time favorite bands like their posters up in the room over there at Gorguts like I would pay so much money to see them <laughs> on almost any capacity but also my band opened for them like I oh, got cool. to go them I, yeah. I got paid I love that. to play for them I love like, that no yeah yeah and I feel like that's what I was talking about with Clara Titus again um, interviewee that we had on the podcast because I feel like there is this idea that maybe that is like a very kind of like privileged or like maybe like shallow thing to spend money on or sorry go ahead (laughs) that like there are some people that maybe couldn't understand why you would spend like let's say a grand on tickets when you could spend that money traveling but it i feel like music is such an integral part of our lives and it's come to the point where concert experiences are so experiential and so why wouldn't you want to spend money on that and some people value that just as much as they would traveling or like people just like to experience life differently yeah and so i mean if you are like hardcore part of that fandom and if that's what you want Mm -hmm. to spend your money on like i just think everyone's limit is kind of different and so yeah i don't know but you could spend a grand on a concert just like easily with like travel and the fit because like Josh, don't you like plan your outfits? Like when you go to a concert, ah, don't you like get a new fit? Sorry, it took me a bit just to realize we like the fit. What do you? Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the fit. You gotta I do not. Cute. You gotta yeah, yeah. cut yourself a new black pair of jean shorts. I'm assuming. No, I don't. The ones I did five, six years ago, they're fine still. So, right. <laughs> Fun um, fact about Josh: If you ever go see Discordia, he is always wearing the same pair of shorts. Yeah, it's or the pants. Same ones. It was pretty pants. cold at our last show, so I was wearing pants. But um, yeah, like several years ago, I was like, you know what? Like these, it's summer, it's hot. I'm gonna cut some short jean shorts that are black, and it awesome. was great. Wow, so much freedom of movement. Um, 
But also on that topic, I guess of like different, it just the fandoms. It just it varies a lot, which is what we're, what we're kind of talking right. about. Right. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to see. Oh, tonight. Tonight. <laughs> tonight, I'm going to see um, my favorite string quartet. Oh, cool. Ten years ago, when I was in grad school at OU, I got to see the Moreau Quartet perform a three, the Razumovsky Beethoven Quartets. And if you know about the Razumovsky Beethoven Quartets, obviously, which everyone does, obviously, like they're sort of they're almost like they, they're one of the many pinnacles in the string quartet genre. Mm. They're they're incredible, and I got to see the Moreau Quartet play all three of them in one night, and it was. I am so sorry. Is that what people want? I didn't know. Do you get like really burpy? I didn't. I didn't know either. This is the. This is really embarrassing that this is happening. Like on a medium where lots of people would hear it. I'm going. I didn't think that this was. I didn't think that that was a thing for me. But it is today. Need everyone to know that Josh has three beers, one can of ginger ale, and his drink on a drum pad right yeah. now it's very cute little setup it is very on brand for josh i got that drum pad in 2002 just like your jean shorts <laughs> <laughs> just like my jean shorts yes um anyway <laughs> i'm not gonna drink all of that maybe we'll see but um yes like so 10 years ago in grad school saw this quartet play it was unbelievable it was i still constantly think about that as like that's one of my highlights of seeing live music mm-hmm. watching these four players play amazing music and it was like it's like all four of them had one brain yeah and then i saw recently that they um announced a concert they're going to do at obu in shawnee cool. so we're going out to shawnee tonight for a free concert that's like it's great. free yeah it's awesome totally so once again like that's the one that i would pay a lot of money for but it's free so. yeah i love mm-hmm. it exactly yeah yeah I, I love that. I just thought that was an interesting question. And I like that question. Part of the reason we were talking about that was because we were watching the Grammys on last Sunday. Oh, of Sunday. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch the Grammys, Josh? Um, I always watch... Is it the Grammys? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes, because we all know you're really into that, like, uh-huh. mainstream pop culture. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. How was the did the Muriel Quartet play that night? They did. They did. Okay. I bet and they you missed it, it right? so you're not really okay. like. I don't know if you're really like that big of a fan. Is all yeah. I'm saying. So if you didn't tune in, um, okay, I just need a little update on Discordia mm-hmm. before we get into most of this episode. I just want to know, like, what have we all been missing in the underground Oklahoma death metal scene? Yeah. Like, we just need an update on our favorite dad band. Yeah, so, well, we tend to go pretty quiet throughout the fall. Um, I get very, very busy with um, work um, in that season of the year with, uh, you know, just kind of what the demands are for that time of the year for um, school music. And so we don't do it too much. So so our la- our first live performance was, um, or our first show was this past, or a couple Fridays ago, Saturdays ago, I don't know. Um, did two weekends ago because it was Jameson's it? birthday weekend. Wasn't That's it? right. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes. So I had uh, went straight from birthday party to death metal show. Um, Day but, in life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, dad metal, like you said. Yeah. So um, so that was our first live show in a while, but we did a, quite a few shows last summer, and it was awesome because our last times really getting out was 2019, mm, and yeah. um, so we couldn't tour 2020. We could have toured 2021, but it was still very just we. 
hard to hard is a hard call to make at that yeah. point um since we have to plan quite a ways out um so it, so getting out again was really awesome um getting to see some people that we had not seen in a while was awesome play with lots of bands we've played with many times over the years in other states fantastic um so that was really good and then uh, uh, you know our new album um was was very well received and uh the artwork was heavily complimented of course um this so, episode is biased because Gianna did artwork and <laughs> yes. and it was awesome. And, it's and there's awesome. a banner hanging up a uh, hanging there's a banner of it words is hard. There's a banner of it hanging up over there in the room. Really great banner. Yeah. Do I get one of those banners? I thought we gave you one. Do we not? No, I bought a t-shirt. <laughs> you did give me a CD. Oh shoot. Okay. I need an album though. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, we'll give you a vinyl yeah. when I come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still not in yet. When they're in, we'll give you a vinyl. When is this like supply shortage situation going to be over i feel like everything yeah. and like when i'm talking about like paper like i have to order like invitations a lot like for my like oh, nine to five geez, yeah. and there's like a still an issue with like paper goods and jeez i know so i'm really over uh, it yeah. because i really want my discordia vinyl yeah it, it'll be in soon we'll get you one uh we talked about getting new banners or more banners and when we do we'll, we'll get you one yeah we'll hook you up yeah um i guess <laughs> i'm kidding obviously um i'm not sure i really <laughs> don't know anymore <laughs> so um yeah so we're, we're also you know heavily in the planning phase and the writing phase for the next album oh you are yeah we just we, we all we always kind of are cycling ideas and discussing things so it's it's out there what are those um, ideas what are you discussing give us a, um, can you give us an inside scoop sure yeah why not um well so our next album we're thinking like um we want to go and this i'm gonna keep it very vague we want to go like somewhat of a lunar theme um, okay and i think that will leave a lot of room for well there's just there's a wealth of creativity you could have in that theme yeah. And um, I, since, you know, I, I tend to direct the lyrics, um, I will dive a lot into anti-capitalist uh, leftist scum um, themes. So that'll be, that'll be what, it, what it's going to be. I'll figure out a way to work it in. Isn't that what the last album was? Though? Yeah, it was. Well, three of the songs, maybe more of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. So for, so Triptych was all about, like, I feel like... <laughs> How did you describe it to me? On the wheel of capitalism. Yeah, yeah, just like being chained to the wheel of capitalism, <laughs> yeah. but also realizing that you're not chained; you're holding on to it yourself because that's you're conditioned to think that's the only way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically the same vibe. Yep. 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 Cool. Um, but more creative, a different creatively creative. Uh, yeah. Soundscape for it. Yeah, I like um, the kind of lunar ideal. I feel like. Um, what am I trying to say? Like with the different like chapters of Triptych and it was all kind of like a circle of life. It was kind of like cyclical. Mm -hmm. This is kind of giving me that same vibe. Like I feel like there's yes. always kind of like a, like a story that kind of like loops yeah. back around. Like Lunar's kind of giving me that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because we, we, we work best, I think, when we have a topic or a story mm -hmm. or a concept we can work off of because our EP before Triptych binge purge it was it was kind of all in the yeah i'm sorry i don't know why it's like when you said gore 
Gore, gore guts. Gore guts. I was like really trying to keep it together. I'm sorry. <laughs> I noticed that. I clocked that. <laughs> but the um. You can't say gore guts like nonchalantly. I guess that's that's when I am. That's the thing. Drinking. That's the thing that I. It's a weird thing for people with my kind of fandom of like, oh yeah, totally gore guts, or like <laughs> I would just casually like not even think about like oh yeah, blood incantation. Yeah, yeah, totally. And people are like, what totally. words did you just say? Or I'm like, oh yeah, that new Dying Fetus album, killer. And and I just I think that's totally that one normal. I love. That one, yeah. man. Yeah, and like that's totally normal. But yeah. I, I I kind of forget because I I only think about it when I'm discussing it with like-minded people. But then like if I just talk about it to someone that doesn't. No, I know, and like I yeah. want to be like cool, and like I want to like show you that like no, like I can vibe with like gore guts, but like we all know that like I'm not cool, and like <laughs> I'm just like I'm a death metal poser or am over I not here. Cool? Am I the weird one? I don't know. I think we're too... I, I can't speak for you, but I think I'm getting a little bit too intoxicated to well, um, to really hash that one out right now. Love it. Um, so, but back on, like, the general underground metal Oklahoma local metal thing, yeah. uh, like you were asking about. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm kind of... I'm a suburban dad sort of just by default so i don't always stay connected to like you know what the hip youth are doing um but i do want to give a shout out to like to the sanctuary which yeah. is a, a, a a recent place they're about a year old now i think they started about february of last year so i think they're about a year old now and it's a really really cool venue in oklahoma city um it's on 10th street close to the fairgrounds so like 10th in may ish mm-hmm. it's kind of like the the, the general crossroads and um a really cool place i think i've been there many many times now and every time i go there the my big takeaway is that there's always a lot of young people there which is cool i don't know who any of them are none of them know who discordia is none of them care but they all go to this place to just like have a good time and Mm -hmm. be invested in like just cool local stuff yeah which i think is really really cool because i i see some kids there that i like and maybe you know i might chat with you know some some bands that just played or just some people I see there a few times. Right. And, like, I, I discovered a lot of these kids are, like, 18 years old. Like, even younger than that. Or, like, I, I, I'm pulling up as, like, kids are hopping out of a van because their parents are dropping them off. And they go inside. Right. So, I think it's really, really cool that there's this place that, like, like people know they can just go to, have a great time. And there's signs posted all over the place. Like, you know, like, if someone's being a creep, tell us. If someone's, right. If, if, I was going to say, it yeah. sounds like a very, like establish like safe environment for like people of all ages because like what was metal like for you because like you've been you were like very emo in high school so like what was like (laughs) (laughs) like from the pictures i've seen of like high school josh like it was a little it was giving like not like it was very not like panic of the disco emo like metal emo it was very hot topic yeah early 2000s hot topic which is like what like what was it because i didn't know anything i was a suburban dork but, like, what was it like trying to, like, experience metal music when you, in, you know, in Oklahoma, when you were in high school? Like, was it, I was mean, it a safe experience? Did it even exist? Like, did you? Yeah, and, 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 and you know, I, I can't say too much about it because there are people that, you know, were going to shows all the time yeah. at, that, at that period. And I was only going to, like, a handful of shows here and there. So, I, I can't say I, like, had my finger on the pulse at that, at that time. Right. Um, but there, I do remember going to some shows in the Rock and Roller Rink. Yeah. I 
love the rock and roll yeah. rink. Get out of here. It's a <laughs> stupid basketball gym now. Is and it? it doesn't exist oh. anymore. It was a roller skating rink and it was like 50s theme and it was so cute. <laughs> well, I think because they, they, they had a venue and I think it was called like the Racket Room or something like that. I went to see a few shows there and like... That's so cute. Yeah. And like, so I'd see these like punk bands and I guess I did kind of burp just a little bit. So <laughs> I see these like kind of local punk bands, basically just like friends, like friends of mine, their band. Like I saw a couple shows there, but I, I, I wasn't, you know, going to all the shows out there. So yeah, hard to say. Um, I just remember thinking that too, like when I just think of like some other kind of experiences in like the Oklahoma community, like when I would try to go see drag shows, um, in high school, like there was one place where I could go see a drag show being yeah. like under the age of 18. And then like, even then, like trying to find a place where you could go to see drag shows when you weren't 21. And it yeah. was just kind of like, I don't think those environments were unsafe. It was just like more difficult, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you know, I think, um, no matter where you go, there's always, there's always a bunch of dummies and, and, and what sure. have you. But I think I've, I've never been in a place in Oklahoma where it's like, this is, this is, you know, unsafe or whatever. And because um, one, one place that's been around basically forever um, for Oklahoma metal or kind of DIY is um, currently 89th Street, previously the conservatory, mm-hmm. previously the green door. Um, maybe some before that too, but that would have been before my time. Um, but that place has been a long time. And like, <laughs> it's funny to talk to bands, like all two were around the US and mm-hmm. yeah. I'll tour around the U.S. and discover, like, and just chat with a band from Tennessee or Utah or whatever. And they, you know, one of their members played the oh conservative. Utah metal. I'm sorry. I just think, I hope it's, like, some good, like, Mormon content. <laughs> we've, I just pulled that standard. No, we've only, we've only played Utah once, and it was it was weird. Um, <laughs> um, fun, but weird. Yeah, but, uh, it's so a like, beautiful state. Oh, it's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Like, driving into Salt Lake City was just like, this is incredible. Um, but but the conservatory slash green door slash whatever, you know, it's been over the years, um, was always infamous for the horrendous state of the bathrooms. Oh, sure. Um, and so, you know, it, it doesn't, it can't really stack up to the uh, bathrooms you all discussed in your bathroom episode. Great episode, by the way. The, uh, the bathroom the episode, bathroom, so, that's yeah. still one of our favorites. Oh, it's yeah. a great one, yeah. That's, I just think, what an interesting space the yeah. bathroom is, right? So the old conservatory bathroom, actually, maybe they would fit, but like in an anti-way. Um, because they were no- notorious for being disgusting. Anyway, so... Uh, Some good liquid sounds over here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, th- th- that's always been a great place. But then, but so the sanctuary, I think, I really feel like is is like the place right now where like if you're a kid... Sorry. You all right? Yeah, sorry. That's, I killed the bottle. It's a little strong. Pretty, yeah. Um, should we mix, mix in some whiskey to take the edge off? N- yeah, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> um, Do you need to mellow that rum out with some whiskey? <laughs> yeah, right, totally. Um, but if, yeah, if like, you're a kid in the Oklahoma City metro area and you just like want a place to just, you know. To chill the same Yeah, to chill, be yourself. Because they, they've, I mean, like. Of course, they have I go local to... vendors. They have like artists there. Don't yeah. they at the sanctuary? Um, and wide range of shows: hip hop shows, pop shows, like shoegaze, emo, metal, of course. Yeah. Like you know, so all like big, big range of shows. But yeah, they'll do like these kind of periodic, um, local artist showcase type things. And um, I've I've got some cool stuff there. But then the one of the coolest things that I love about the place 
is that by day it's not a metal venue or a local music venue by day it's like a curio oddities shop yeah and i i could spend every cent i have in this place it is so cool all of like like the knickknacks and like kind of odd things that you you know i I think i kind of like antique stores for just kind of you know pass by all like the the general antiques that you'll find anywhere and then find the weird little things like 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 that stuff i love and that is just that is what this place is packed full of so the the day store the name is beloved bones so i would encourage anyone in the oklahoma city metro area any art pop tart art words is hard um we, art we really pop have tarts ourselves to fail with what we called our consumers of art pop i think it's a great talk. name but not it's, when you've had a lot to drink i haven't i struggle with it so far, <laughs> all I'm okay saying. okay cool like i feel like yeah it's as a chronic yeah. mumbler i can appreciate that yeah um so thank you but uh so the, the 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 place i think is awesome anyone who's interested in kind of like just generally interesting art generally kind of off the beaten trail kind of stuff Good vibes. like you can yeah. walk in there and just just like your eyes go wide with all the cool stuff like what's on behind us some stuff? yeah we do i got this um candle holder there it's very cool uh yes and um a couple I'm... like little vase things um that i absolutely love um i don't know what this is but i got it there and it's cool i i don't know it's like you could put like some kind of very tall Maybe reeds in is there. Ceramic. I think it's just yeah, the base, ceramic. Josh. Well, yeah, but like it's so like the shape is so yeah, it's, an it's very shape. tall and there's a weird face on it. That's cool. It also makes a cool sound. You can't deny that's cool. That's very cool. Josh is also very into sounds. Yeah, um, my, my prized possession though from from the sanctuary slash beloved bones is probably this crystal ball. Who does not like a good crystal ball? I love that you have a crystal ball. It also has like a little like candle. There's in a there. fake candle down there. Um, when it's dark, it looks cool. When it's light, like it is now, it would be underwhelming. Am I allowed to touch the crystal you ball? You are, yeah, yeah. That is so just a, a solid hunk of. That's a crystal ball. Feel okay. it. Ooh, it is heavy. Yeah, it's a crystal ball. <laughs> I don't own a crystal ball, so I'm not well versed in yes. crystal ball knowledge. Yes, but so this is premium content. It is so. Um, Podcast only listeners are missing out on crystal ball content. Juggle yeah. some chainsaws. I love it. It really fits the vibe yeah. of the um, not piano, the, <laughs> <laughs> the pump organ. The pump organ. Yes. Excuse me. How dare I forget the name mm-hmm. of the pump organ? Um, okay, so I think that kind of wraps it up for Josh Chitty Chatty. So I think we need to get into the Josh thoughts of it all. Let's so, do it. Like in a normal Josh Thoughts, we yeah. ask Josh mm-hmm. what his thoughts are on general pop culture, art happenings. Things um, that I know a lot about. Things that he's an expert yes. about. Um, so we really just set him up to succeed for these segments. In the later half of this episode, we are going to be conferencing Bianca in because, as you've noticed, she's not here. She does not is live not? here. I don't know where she is or like where she lives. Like she's not here. I thought she was like maybe in another room. Do I even do this podcast with her? Does she (laughs) even exist? Like I have no idea. So I was going to ask a question that would go completely off the rails. I'm not going to do it. I mean, I have to do it. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, What if you just discovered that someone you thought was there the entire your entire life just wasn't? 
I don't like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> that, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not sober enough for <laughs> <Okay>. that question. <laughs> I don't like that all right. at all. No, that will... really freaks me out. All right, we can, let's move on then. Okay, I, do, <laughs> I will have to move on. Um, so, Bianca will be conferencing later on to ask us some Fast and Furious trivia questions, which is um, probably not going to go well. So definitely yeah. stick around for that. But before that happens, Josh. Yeah. <clears throat> I need to know your thoughts on a couple things. Yeah, I'm just sitting back so that my expertise can just flow out. Mm, okay. So, how do you feel about mummies getting canceled? Those bastards had long enough. And for all I care, they they know what they did. The they know what they did, so they deserve it. They and deserve it. What is it that they did? They, you can't just do that. You can't just do that. You can't just do what though? What the mummies did, like right, like they like they, be alive at one point. I depends <laughs> on a lot of things. Let's be honest. Name one thing it doesn't depend on. I was really happy to ask you this question. Yeah. And now I'm even happier. Yeah. Good. <laughs> they know what they did. They deserve everything they get. They so... should be canceled. <laughs> mummies, get out of here. What about like? the content surrounding mummies like sarcophagi. what are we gonna do the content surrounding mummies generally gauze and sarcophagi so let's get those out too right does is brendan, that what we're talking about does does let me ask you this like does yeah. brendan frazier like have to now be canceled for being affiliated with mummies? no because he was fighting mummies he was trying to he was the original charge in this so he's our champion that's okay. what we're talking about right okay because he was fighting the mummy yes the original mummy fighter, right. Brendan Fraser. This yeah. is facts. This is history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's our hero. Of course. Yes. Actually, I will say Brendan Fraser is like everything. So yeah, yeah he could never be canceled. I mm -hmm. won't even joke about that, actually. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I feel as though I want to provide some context, not for Josh, but for everybody <laughs> else listening. Um. So apparently we're not allowed to say mummies anymore. Because they know what they did. Because they know what they did. Get out of here. So, there was a recent CNN article that came out that I thought would be perfect to talk about for Josh Thoughts because I feel like my social media is very targeted towards obscure art news stories, which is how I provide content for the podcast. Josh's social media feed probably looks very different, but I did see on CNN that museums are essentially rebranding ancient Egyptian remains, saying that museums are pushing for the term, quote, mummified person or to use the individual name to emphasize that they were actually once living people. The new language will help to break away from the, quote, supernatural conspiracy, legends, and myths about mummies. Ah, that's different from what I said. <laughs> okay. I understand now. Oh, my God. I might be dying. <laughs> I don't know what that, like, wheeze was. Um, I did think that was interesting because, like, that's great museums like get on board with like doing something with your collection of human remains but also i think this goes back to our conversation about should museums be even having human remains and what does it look like to actually have bodies on display so you can talk about how like i just think it's interesting that museums are wanting to get on board with cancel culture and being like all pc now like oh hey like don't say money mummy anymore guys it's it's mummified is that person. their biggest problem but like you have a fucking body on display yeah. and like now you're like telling me all of a sudden that like i'm not being politically correct right. by calling it a mummy where it's like i'm not sure that 
you're actually handling these human remains properly and yeah. that you didn't obtain it properly either. Yeah. Should you have those or should the people that it means So maybe a lot you to give those, those human remains back to their original burial site or yeah. to that original population of people and then that original population of people can tell me how we should define them. Yes. I just yes. I understand that with museums and educational institution comes knowledge and growth and like I want to be like amenable and respectful to that of course like I do want to learn from these institutions but there seems to be kind of like some hypocrisy about this that I'm just I can't I just don't know if I'm on board with yeah yeah and um I had not heard about this shockingly I don't know if you can tell by my response that I had not like no you seemed in the know it's fine you did I, good I nailed it I thought you nailed it good, yeah um but I we're do... about to actually conference Brendan <laughs> Fraser in to talk about how he feels about it seriously <laughs> Our hero. Oh, and also, know. maybe a bigger point here, I'm saying that very sarcastically, they're saying, like, we want to get away from the supernatural mythological thing. Why not lean into that? That's badass. Oh. That's badass. Interesting point. Interesting point. Tell everyone your museum point. is haunted. You'll get so many more people. I guarantee it. So... I just don't even know how to segue from that, so I'm just going to ask Josh another question. Hard left. Hard left skirt um have you watched kunk on earth and it was really funny because i was talking about this on our pop talks the other day i think i called it chunk on you earth. did i noticed that yeah i, I, I was like <laughs> i was like she just called it chunk on earth i did call it chunk on earth and i was completely sober but um sorry go ahead go ahead <laughs> no but i i thought it was kind of interesting because Bianca and I were talking about mockumentary content and I know how much you love mockumentaries and mm -hmm. also Josh really likes like dry like British humor I feel like yeah. you consume a lot of like British humor and so I feel yeah, like bit, yeah. something like a mockumentary really comes from British humor mm -hmm. and so I one I wanted to know your hot takes on if you had watched like Kunk on Earth because that um actress and I'm sorry I cannot remember her name because this is drunk Josh thoughts Oh, yeah. was on that um like dark satire with ricky martin ricky martin ricky <laughs> martin <laughs> ricky martin <laughs> um that's definitely that's definitely it yep. it's definitely ricky gervais <laughs> It's definitely ringing your base. <laughs> Gianna's brain's not really working. Oh, I she love that. on that dark satire with Ricky Gervais. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's no comeback from that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's um, all right. We needed that. We about, needed like, that. death and, like, mourning the loss of, like, your loved one. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I first noticed her. But I didn't know yeah. if you consume that since i no, feel like or um, just like your hot takes on mockumentaries i um well i would i'd like to <laughs> that was like i said we needed that we needed we that, needed that. that, that was, was great yeah that was great um yeah well ricky gervais kind of that guy sucks i don't like him um do you really not no oh my god can we talk about this well he was like just i think he, he's he's such a prime example of the guy who can just bash trans people in his stand-up content and then say no, no 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 i've got trans friends it's cool interesting and like oh and my trans friend said it was okay so it's, it was fine interesting and like and it's 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 not an outright bashing in, in his stand-up material that he does but like 
it's it's fun at the expense of. Do you fun feel in, in a big way the same way? Because I view in a lot of ways like Ricky Gervais's perspective on comedy the same way uh, Dave Chappelle does in terms that everything is um, nothing is off limits, and I feel yeah. like if we're talking about also the comedy in a comedy routine talking about trans people, the same thing happened with Dave Chappelle. Like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, on I, I think it's, it's, I, I totally get the idea of like, nothing's off limits. It's just comedy. It's a mm-hmm. joke. And there, there's a, there's a, there's a time and place and there's a space for like, we can take a heavy topic and have a laugh. Yeah. But I think there are, and I, I like, I, and I can't be the one and no one, no one person can be the one to say, these things you can't do that with these things you can't do that with yeah. it's just it's so like there's just no way you can you can no one person can do that so i think it's kind of whatever but um but i think there there are we people don't always understand how easily comedy can normalize and i think someone like ricky gervais or dave chappelle normalizing um or giving someone who already has like some maybe either explicit or implicit anti-trans bias like even that person doesn't understand how hearing a joke about it can just reaffirm Mm. and cycle and just like strengthen an an anti-trans position Mm. and say like oh yeah that's funny and like and then they 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 cycle jokes and then it's just then it's all about like okay now this trans person that didn't really have like a voice to begin with maybe just because just you know um in the whole in the whole scenario just like is now marginalized and 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 the the butt of a joke once again Mm. right and james acaster like he's he's an international treasure um another british comedian um has a whole thing in in one in his uh last um big stand-up special that he did um talking about how like you know oh i've got this edgy you know, challenging com- brand of comedy, and you know, if you don't like it, then you can just not listen, whatever. And he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 that's great." You know, who's long overdue a challenge? The trans community. Like, yeah, like, do do you like? I don't know. I, yeah. So, so the, I think that kind of summed up my thoughts pretty well with yeah. with, with him, with, 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 with that kind of take on it. With just like, I get it. Like, I, I, there are a lot of things that I laugh about that you know, some 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 off color jokes that I think are right. You know, I might say. Yeah, it's just a joke. And that's why I think it's so touchy. But personally, I'm not going to consume Ricky Gervais stuff. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to bash anyone that does, but that's my opinion. Interesting. So, so those are my thoughts on it, since I was asked to expound upon it. You but, were. Yeah. And I appreciate that. No, I think that was a very eloquent thought. I'm very Maybe. impressed with your with your thoughts, because I clearly am, <laughs> am really not holding down the fort here. Um um, Apparently, I just want to talk about Ricky Martin content. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Martin. That, that's got to come up so many more times. Amazing. But anyway. Drink every time you say Ricky Rick, Martin. Drink Ricky Martin. But Kunk on Earth. Kunk on um, Earth. I, I <laughs> um, have not watched too much. I have not watched almost anything yet. Just a few clips here and there. But Adrian, my beloved wife and photographer of ATP, um, talked, or she mentioned it to somebody and said, and turned to me and said, I think you'll really like this. And she I was absolutely right. Yeah. Um, I watched a few clips. I was like, that's, that's brilliant. Like, yeah. And her interviews with people, I want to dive more into those. Cause I don't know anything about 
her background. I just saw some clips of like this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, reminded me a lot of um Ali G, mm-hmm. the Ali G show. Yeah. Oh, like those. That was like peak. Yeah. Like satire brilliance. I thought. Um, I I figured like when I saw it, it was the satire of it. I felt like it was right up your alley. Yeah. And I love, you know, I love the whole kind of idea of like this satire, like planet earth yeah. kind of show. I, she starts and goes back to yeah. like cave paintings, which is really great. So she expands upon like first civilization <laughs> and then it just builds up from there. And, and just talking like just hilariously ignorantly the whole time. It's, and it's yeah, good. I'm looking very much forward to, to consuming that. So I feel as though, so that's great, right? We're getting like a taste of the satire Kung Honor kind of lends itself to kind of like a drunk art history kind of satire. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I feel like so it's kind of giving oh, that, yeah. but it's not quite like a mockumentary. I feel like mm-hmm. in in the kind of specific content that I've been craving, which is something that is like Parks and Rec esque, Office esque mm-hmm. within some kind of art space like yeah it'd be great to have like a michael scott gallerist or yeah an auctioneer can you imagine the chaos oh it'd be great like glorious when you all were talking about that on your last episode i thought that was that was fantastic i, I was visualizing right? it and it's yeah like you him, have the best ideas i mean man, him, i'm telling you like him up on the stage giving like when he was doing the speech thing for that big Mm-hmm. business conference whatever it was oh Dwight, Dwight speech, when he like pounding, pounding yeah. his fists of, but then Michael yeah. like trying to do the warm-up speech and failing miserably like yes. if he was doing that as an auctioneer like like, or, like a similar character to, similar, like, yeah. vamp up like the wealthy New York elites yeah. like of the auction up, house and he goes up and he's like he's trying to imitate an auctioneer but it's just gibberish because he can't actually do right it. and he's just like hey but five dollars sold. sold for negative two cents yeah. like, <laughs> exactly like exactly God. and then everyone's just like I'm I'm like yeah. this close to quitting my day job and to like committing yeah to this because if you tell me that I have something here I will just I will just do it. I will back you with my teacher's salary of four jelly beans a year. <laughs> oh no. Um, I do have a question actually about yep. a little bit more about your day job. Oh, later. Sure. oh no. Sorry, that's horrible, disgusting noises. I apologize. I cracked it open like a badass, if I do say so myself, and then it immediately started fizzing over. So we're good. I really love nothing spilled. The people listening to this on audio just getting all these like liquid sounds. We've juggled so many chainsaws and they have no idea. Well, also, okay, on Kunk on Earth, she compares mummification to Gwyneth Paltrow's spa treatment, which I thought was really funny, just to give you like a teaser if you haven't watched it of like some of the satire in there, because I feel like that's on point. I know what that means. <laughs> Are you not a consumer of, of Gwyneth Paltrow's? health and wellness i mean i like going to the spa it's nice do you want to come to my bachelor party and go to the spa you don't want me to come to your bachelor party i feel like i would actually <laughs> love if you came to my bachelor party i feel like that would be so you much you said you fun. didn't want Phoebe there on your last episode oh bianca said that i okay. wanted to do like everybody that, yeah. but then it was just like side note since you talked about the bachelorette party in the last episode mm. good episode thank you um i want to give a shout out to say i am so excited for Theban's bachelor hiking trip. Yeah. I am like 
that's going to be the highlight of 2023 for me, probably. Okay. And the wedding, okay. of course. And the yeah. wedding, of course. But, like, I'm should so we, excited. I feel like we should ask you, like, have you been to, like, a bachelor party before? What is your experience with that? What do you feel like is, like, the point or, like, the contemporary point of, like, a bachelor bachelor bachelorette party? Like, what what is it? What can it be? Um, I, like, the traditional bachelor, I say traditional, as you all pointed on the episode, it is a very recent thing. Like, right. it's not like, you don't have, like, centuries of, you know, this is how this developed or whatever. But I don't, like, the... I guess stereotypical, you might say, bachelor party now. I don't, I can't say anything about that. Like the stripper, and you're gonna go bar hopping, and you're gonna right. whatever. Um, oh, I gotta drink. I just burped. <laughs> but I, um, uh, I don't know. Like I, I, uh, my bachelor party experience is very limited. Mm. Mine was great. Mm. We played uh, drinking. Well, no, we did laser tag. Oh, fun. Awesome. I had a blast doing that. Um, Kino, who has asthma, I felt very bad for him because, like, they, they get get the fog going. Right. And, like, he was really struggling with the fog and, like, running oh, around with the – right? He was really struggling. I felt very bad for him. I remember, like, coming around the corner and he was, like, like leaning down, like – Don't this, man. Yeah, I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> We're in our twenties at that point, so it's just like we should be totally fine. But uh, I felt very bad for Kima that day. Um, but laser tag it was awesome. We went back to my best man's house, Adam Bruce, um, and we just like you know, just basically chilled out. Like had 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 had, 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 had very low key, had some yeah. beers and like whatever, just just hang out. And the next day we got and played golf, and then uh, went to the wedding. So that was cool. Did you play golf? Were you a golfer? No, at the time I did. Like occasionally, and this my, is not giving. No, like I play golf. My views on golf now are: it is a extremely um, exclusive white privilege um, bullshit game. Golf is the worst. Every golf course in the world should be shut down. Oh. It's a resource sucking parasite. The game of golf. What Exclusionary you resource. Sucking parasite. Golf is trash. Next Golf to Scordia, trash. next to Scordia song. Hell yeah. Golf is trash. Done and done. I love it. Um I'll do some like great artwork yeah. of like a golf course with like Yeah. The devil coming out. I think purely just like the game of it hitting the ball. It was fun. Like it was sure. I had yeah. a great time at the bachelor party. It was like fun to do at yeah. your bachelor party. Yeah. yeah. I love the way that Steven described what he wanted for his bachelor party. And part of the reason why he didn't wanted to do something separate was because he was saying when when is the next opportunity I'm going to have to just be able to like sit down with like my future brother-in-laws and my brother and my best friend, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and just like Phoebe is really into like getting to know people and like having those like deep conversations. Yeah. And I feel like you guys just like in the middle of the woods, just kind of like getting into deep conversations. I just, love that oh, I'm so and excited. i love how like i will be doing the exact opposite <laughs> like, <laughs> well but it's like to yeah. each their own yeah. and like and i just loved how like what his experience was was just different from mine so it did make sense to just do different things and yeah. to just have that kind of like bonding time i just thought was like so yeah. so awesome and like you love hiking like Ben thinks he's like a woodsman which is super cute and i just love it well, Come back in yeah. one piece. And it's going to be great. Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. It'll be great. Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, 
but you know, I, we've got a lot of stuff to do. I got to work on my mockumentary and <laughs> I, I don't, yeah. you know, so we'll see what's going to happen with that. Um, okay. Segwaying my terrible segue into my next question for Josh Yes, is what did you think about Doja's stunning outfit at the Hakator summer 2023 Scaparelli show? I mean, she looked amazing, didn't she? Oh, I mean, if you are talking about, um, Doja and the fit <laughs> at the sh- at the I mean like what can you say about it right <laughs> because let's say it on three right let's say it on three here we go one, one two, two three. three she was <laughs> she was she was literally stunning she that was I was gonna say she that was too literally stunning. I was gonna say that too and she was literally sparkling yes I was Obviously. not gonna say bad or canceled <laughs> and those were not equal outcomes in my mind of what this might have been right and she was wearing um the dominating color of what Jer- <laughs> jewel green jewel green like a of nice course we all remember Doja's stunning look in jewel green. Yeah. That will go down in history. Thank you. Thank you for reaffirming. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, so that, those, Amazing. Those, those are my thoughts. And and like that fit was... Uh, was the fit of all fits. Right. Before we <laughs> conference in Bianca, we do want to talk about the Met Gala theme. Course, so yes. I would like to talk about Karl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty. Tell us your thoughts, Josh. I love lines. I've always been a fan. <laughs> and if they're beautiful lines, like a line of beauty, I'm in. So as soon as they announced that, I was like, here we go. A line of beauty for me, a life long line fan hell yeah sign me what do you up, love about Carl. lines the most they're they just go right name a line that doesn't go i'll give you time go ahead see you can't i i cannot argue with you lines in terms of you know like first point perspective third point perspective like they just keep going they go within a visual sense like lines are very important yeah so um, so when and especially if it's a beautiful line a line of beauty and i'm like carl this is classic carl classic carl he's always like lines of like lines like right, you just classic carl. so i look at carl lagerfeld stuff i'm like oh those those lines i love lifelong fan lifelong fan. Right, right so i'm in right. i'm in I 100% that, 100% support that for the for the Met party. What about the fact that he was like a terrible person? Do you oh, still support shit. it? <laughs> what? So, to provide a little bit of context. Oh Carl, wait, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Episodes on this. Yes. Yeah, I remember this. Okay. A controversial designer. So, yes. you know, he's a designer for Chanel and Fendi oh, and also has his own line. <laughs> yes. Chanel aside yeah. has a very interesting history with, you know, its relationship to Coco Chanel and which he reps. But aside from that, he And Fendi my knowledge of Fendi is is um Austin Powers based. Tell us more. So there's a scene in Austin Powers where um, number two is offering Austin Powers, a, you know, like a briefcase full of money for, you know, 
Austin Power things. I haven't watched Austin Powers in so long. It's so good. I know you mentioned that, and I was like, Yeah, I love. No, it always. I love that you brought up an obscure pop culture reference. So I want you to tell me more. So there's that scene. Oh man, I've only seen. I haven't even seen the third one. Like, there was a third one. I saw the first two, two, three, yeah, and just loved them. Yeah, quality content. Should we go Um, watch Austin Powers after this? We probably should. I can't drive home, so. (laughs) (laughs) So you have Austin Powers. Like, there's a deal being done where, like, number two is giving the briefcase full of mm-hmm. money. We'll give you however many dollars for whatever we're going to do. And um, Austin opens up the briefcase. We're on first terms, Austin and me. And um, he, like, thumbs through the money. It's funny because he, like, just thumbs through it, listens to it, and says, like, you're 800 something dollars short, baby. He probably says that. And, um... <laughs> Mr. Powers, I have a business proposition you might find very interesting. In this briefcase is one billion dollars. You're $832 short, baby. I had to buy the case. Ah, so in essence, I'm buying the case. But what if I don't like the case? It's a nice case. No, no, it's a lovely case. It's offended. I like the case. I don't like the idea of not getting a choice in the matter. I mean, here I am. I've got All this case. Right, I've had enough. And number two is like, well, I had to buy. I had to buy, buy the briefcase. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, it's, well, I don't. You're you're short the money. He's like, well, no, it's it's a nice briefcase. Like, I know it's a nice briefcase. I don't, but like, you shouldn't be short that money. Number two goes, it's a Fendi. It's a nice briefcase. I love and then, that you are and then putting this so. Much. And then Austin Powers goes, I just don't like that. I didn't get a choice in the matter. And that is my knowledge of Fendi. Amazing. Literally amazing. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I feel like I'm going to write that whole thing on your tombstone now. <laughs> I love it so much. That brings me so much joy. All right. Well, I'm glad that's that'll be on my tombstone. What do you think about the Met Gala host? Because they were announced. Oh, Those right. celebrities. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is a big one, right? Because it's all every year. Every year, people are like, "Okay, who's going to be the the Met Gala?" It's actually once every five years. Like I said, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right? It's every year. Okay, nice. Is it, what? Is it you really? were like once every five years. Yeah. I would have believed you. You could have you could have said any number. I would have said yep. But anyway, um, yeah. So you know, like like we're always waiting for the hosts, and it's always like, okay, oh, this year it's finally it, it's it's Austin Powers, <laughs> and we're happy about it, right? I would love an exhibition that was actually like honoring the aesthetic of like Austin Powers. Very like kind of womanizer though. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean like not all the jokes were winners. Satire. Yeah. Satirical. Satirical. Um, A satirical host would probably be welcome. Hmm. Well, um, I actually don't really have any thoughts about the hosts. They're just celebrities who are hosting, and I don't have any hot takes on it. That sounds lame. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've got a sports person, we've got an actor, right. actress, we've got a singer. Yeah, I don't know, just celebrities being celebrities, right? And I'm just bitter because I'm not invited, so. You but, know what? For me, you are cordially invited to the Met. That means nothing the, to me. The Met hang. The Met. The Met hang. Yeah. What am I going to do with you? <laughs> All right, everyone. <laughs> well, um, again... I don't have a segue into um, our little bit of a break. I'm just going to end on that disappointing note of um, 
Josh Slots and the Met Gala. Um, but we did I not provide for the Met Gala? I thought that I thought I nailed it. You got the red carpet sure. and the, ju- sure. the oh, it's not always imagine red. a jewel green carpet and, and then Ninja Cats just like rolling across <laughs> it, like just getting all sick winged on it. Like, right? Please imagine don't, that. Please don't give me any shit for saying Ricky Martin when you just said Ninja Cat. <laughs> what did I say? You said Ninja Cat. What is that? What is it? It's nothing. Her name is Doja Cat. Ah, you're right. You're right. One all. All right. So we are going to take a little break. And when we come back, um, Josh is going to do much better because we are going to play a Fast and Furious trivia with Bianca. So we will be right back. Welcome back, everybody. And we are joined by Bianca. How you doing, Bianca? You have missed um, a hell of a Josh Thoughts. Um, really it's going great, sad. as you can see. Um, <laughs> I cannot provide you with context right now about the crystal ball, but when you listen to this episode, when it comes out, then you will have context. Yeah, I honestly, I don't want any clues because I'd rather just listen to it like a normal listener. Honestly, I feel cool right now because I feel like a guest and <laughs> that makes what? me feel fancy. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. I second time party foul second time this episode no. well for yeah one yeah. for Josh one for me yeah, yeah. okay well it's very um, even now I am gonna put it in the gloss so because I'm a classy lady yeah 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 let's be honest crystal balls need no explanation <laughs> I'm not sure about that I feel like I need an explanation about the crystal ball but I love that you have one thank you I That's need, all I need. I need no explanation about you having a crystal ball. And that's that, all I need. There it is. Yeah. All right. There it, there it is. There it is. Yeah. There Bianca. it is. I don't need context clues for Josh having one. No. Another person, not. perhaps. Perhaps, but it's on brand for Josh, right? Good. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, if that's my legacy, I'm good. <laughs> crystal ball. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is that you are going to do with us, but I would suggest that you start now. <laughs> First of all, Bianca, Excellent. what are you drinking? I am drinking some Earl Grey tea. <laughs> oh. And it is How much whiskey is in it? If um, <laughs> If no one listening knew, because I've told every fucking person in my life, I am on the tail end of Whole30. And it leads up to Gianna's bachelorette party. So I'm going to get nice at Gianna's bachelorette party because Andrew is not doing reintegration the same way that I am. And he had two beers the other night and was down for the count. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's how I, I feel. I and, feel like um, it's like, it's very sad that I've had like two like rum and Cokes and I'm like... <laughs> Well, that second one was The stout. second one was was hefty. I almost reached for the crystal nice. glass, the crystal ball as I was going to take a drink, but that's not it. Bianca, guess who we're also joined by? Luna. Luna. Come here. Luna, come here. Luna, come here. Hi. There we go. Oh, hi, Luna. Oh, you're so fun. Oh, you want to ask Luna some 
trivia questions. She will oh, snore at you. I want to ask Luna, Luna questions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hi, Luna. Oh my gosh. Good girl. Well, Good girl, um, Luna. Okay. I think oh, this yeah, is okay. prime yes, time okay. to to ask and, you guys some questions. Yeah. I mean, I you're I fully think, ready. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Luna. Ow, Joan, your ear. Yeah. Your ear flap. Like, she oh, does that. She does that. Who whipped me? All right. Go, okay. go. Okay. All right. Off. 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 Oh, now she's sad, go, go. though. You invited her over there. Yeah. She's okay here. Yeah. Okay. Good girl. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you guys some trivia questions. I have 10 questions and a tiebreaker if we need. Uh, you guys are playing against each other, so at the end Winning. of the day, whoever answers the most questions right wins. Honestly, you also have the option to like... steal. Well, oh. I definitely listen. I try. I I wanted to to make this as fair as possible. Okay, so, I'm excited. So you'll you'll under not. you'll understand it's gonna that. Be bad. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So uh, to see who gets to go first, um. Do we involve? Josh, Never mind. Sorry. You, might, you might not get this this reference, but <laughs> I wanted to ask: ducks or clams? <laughs> she doesn't get it either. Ducks or clowns? <laughs> oh, ducks, are... ducks or clowns? Is this a friends thing? It's a friend's thing <laughs> when he thinks it's like on the coin, I think. It's ducks or clowns. They're, they're trying to flip a coin and he's right. like heads or tail or like and ducks is heads because ducks have heads. And then she's like, like what, kind what kind of scary freak ass clowns are at your birthday party? So ducks or clowns. Uh, ducks. ducks or clowns. Dibs on ducks. ducks. Okay. Well, Wait, so, so that's Josh's my point. heads. Wait, okay, because okay. because shout out to Bert. oh, like who goes first? Like you're actually yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I chose so ducks. I'll be clowns. Yeah. I chose ducks because shout out to Bird Note, the daily podcast about birds I listen to. I just thought that I got the point, but I guess not. No, that's the okay. All right. Well, it landed on tails. So if Gianna, you were clowns, you were tails. Ducks, okay. have, ducks have tails. Hell yeah, I go first. <laughs> Go ahead. Ask away, Bianca. It's not okay. Any All right. Here. So you're you're gonna have 15 seconds to mm -hmm. to answer the first question. Okay. After, hold on. After the, the 15 Af seconds, after can I steal? I, uh, yes. If she doesn't get okay. it, then you have the chance to steal. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. First question, Gianna. What is the name of Lady Gaga's male alter ego? Can I steal? Hey, Josh, yes, you can. You have the chance to steal. I'm going. Oh, you know who it is? It's um. No, 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 no. <laughs> Your time's I, up. Your time's no, up. No, do you know who it is? It's um. It's uh, Your time. <laughs> Joe <up>. Piano. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe. Pumpkin Joe. Joe. It's Pump Joe. Organ Joe. It's yeah. Organ Joe. It's gotta be Pump Organ Joe. Bianca, Where, if you listen. were here earlier, Pump Organ Joe. 
Pump Organ Joe is probably Pump Organ Joe. Yeah, like that. It's probably that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, honestly, so I'm gonna, you guys are I'm not steal. far off. Okay, I'm going to steal. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My first guess was Pump Organ Joe. <laughs> My next guess is Lord Greg. <laughs> is that not it? Both incorrect. Okay, shit. Gianna, you honestly, so you, were, you were close. Honestly, it is Joe Calderone. <laughs> and she plays it. Joe Calderone does play the piano in the You and I music video, so... That's why I love Pump Organ Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So she was subliminally there. If um, I if okay. I was all there, that's why locking it in. Pump Organ Joe, final answer. Okay. Is the only answer. All right. So Incorrect. point three points to Gianna. I get half a point. Point three. Point three. <laughs> point three. Point three. I just whatever. Alright, point six. Point five for Joe. <laughs> Oh my god. I'll give you 0.6. Okay. That's even better. All right. We'll see. <laughs> I'll tally it up later. I don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? This is serious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Question number two. Yep. Is my turn? To Josh. Okay. Yes. Your turn. Okay. What is the only museum in the United States that has a Leonardo da Vinci painting? The Met Gala. <laughs> um, Gianna, would you like to try to steal? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what is the only museum in the United States that has a Leonardo da Vinci painting? The California. <laughs> the Oregon. Museum of the, Cali- the Washington, the Nevada Museum of you know I Idaho. I'm museum locking it of- in with Utah because we were talking about how much like Utah is a really beautiful state. Yeah. Although like the death metal like Utah scene might be a little bit interesting. It's not great, it's but not it's great. a beautiful state, so I'm yeah. gonna lock it in Utah. It's probably the Utah Museum. This is for shared points, by the way. Can we is- split our points? No, because nothing about any of that is is correct. Okay, Josh said Met Gala, though, and that was an event, and he should know better because we just talked about the Met Gala. Did we? The correct correct answer is the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C., and it is the Ginevra da Vinci. We obviously said said Utah. Oh, we said Utah. That was close. Obviously, Utah is Utah is geographically close to Washington. It is a travel destination no, in for in Leonardo DC. da Vinci fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was close. So I would say, like, okay. she started with point six, but that's shared point six between us. So she's at 1.2. I'm at point six. Yeah. Cool. I would like a point okay. receipt, if that's okay, yeah. also. Oh, Worth I'm it. tallying yeah. it up. Right. It's we'll we'll run it by the ATP, um, APT bookkeepers later. Gianna, this question is for you. At the 65th Annual Grammy Awards that took place this past week, though it was not aired, who took home the Grammy for Best Metal Performance? You know, it's going to be even sad, sadder, because I won't get this, but it's going to be really upsetting for you. No, it's... So, like, this doesn't affect me at all. You're out of time, Clearly, clearly I don't know the answer, but, like... 
it's more sad that you don't. Well, no, well, no, it's because the there's always there's always this like yearly the underground metal community just kind of like peeks their heads out of a hole and like has a chuckle at whatever's nominated on the Grammys and then we go back in <laughs> in, the, in the earth. It wasn't even aired though. Like, no, that's well, upsetting. It, it never is. Well, it never is, and that's fine. Is that but it's it's always but it's always like Fallout Boy, like that's my actual guess. It's like Fallout Boy is the is the metal, or like you know, like Stained or something. It's just stupid. I had no idea. Complete like nothing that they ever say is even somewhat close to anything i would like so to my say, official guess is fallout boy locking it in what an excellent question that bianca asked us that we are just thank you i, I told you i was responses. trying to be fair no yeah, I was trying yeah. to be like, and so i can be i can i can you know. like push up my glasses and be like well actually yeah so the the correct answer at who won uh <laughs> best metal performance on the Grammys this year is ozzy osbourne for the song Degration rules. Right. So right. Ozzy Osbourne, who was last relevant in like the 70s, although he, he did, did he just did announce, announce his that he yeah. will not be touring anymore. Because he's got a right. bad back. Right. We did know that. Half a point. Nice. Half, half, okay. Half okay. points. So you had point, 1.2. I had point 0.6. So now I have 1.1 1. 1, and you have 1.7. And I think the bookkeepers right. would, would back that. Yeah. And and Bianca mm-hmm. would clearly, yeah, she's keeping track. Okay, Gianna, Thank this question's for, or wait, no, Josh had the chance to steal, so it's Josh's turn. Mm-hmm. I guess okay, Fallout Boy Josh. when the answer was Ozzy Osbourne. Go ahead. I mean, good guess. You should have guessed specifically Pete from Fallout Boy, obviously. Pete and Pete, the Adventures of Pete and Pete, Nickelodeon. Did you ever watch that show? Um, Moving on. All right. Josh. Yeah. What art movement was Yoko Ono associated with during the 1960s? Um, <laughs> I want to. Like, I want to say something, but I think it could be like. It's like if someone said, you know, is um, death karma black or death metal, and someone says death metal, and then someone go else goes like, oh, "Are you kidding me? What is wrong with you?" I feel like I want to say like five things. I want to say like I want to say Dada. I mean, that's not the answer I was going for. Dang. <sighs> okay, that that that's what I'm saying. That's like I know I know it's wrong. I wanted to say it. I know it's wrong though. I uh, I feel like I want to say like performance. I want to say like Fluxus. I want to say like feminist. I want to say like Yoko Ono is her own thing. You know, Gianna, that's a very astute observation. However, this question, what? Give me, give me one final answer. Yoko Ono. Bono. <laughs> Yoko Ono. Answer final was... answer is Yoko Ono. You guys, it was Fluxus because we talked about this on the. Fluxus I know. Episode. I said but Fluxus, but I, I'm locking it in Yoko Ono. I don't care. <sighs> I don't care. This, that is my answer because she is her own thing even though fluxus yoko ono lock it in all half right. a point okay all right half a half a point for joe half a point for yoko all right. so half a point for both half a of point us. for fallout boy yeah yeah so you you're up okay. to now so, one point no sorry two 
1.2, and I'm at 1.7. Gianna, question number five. Yes. Lady Gaga and Beyonce have two songs together. One is Telephone. What is the other? I only know Telephone. Um, I'm, I'm actually depressed now. Yeah, I'm really feeling on my like Lady Gaga drunk trivia. Uh, the Beehive's gonna be really mad at me. I'm sure you're Josh worried about the, the Beehive. I'm also worried about the Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Josh, your chance to see. Yeah. So it is clearly um, Chaos Magician of the Abyss. No, correct. Is that not it? It's Gorgas. I knew it. I knew it. Gorgas. That's a band. No, that's what. That's the the (laughs) band that Lady Gaga did a guest appearance on, on their album. um, With yeah, with also Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That album. It's Gorgas. Was it not Chaos Magician of the Abyss? Is video phone. So they have telephone, and then they have. Video phone on Beyonce's I Am Sasha Fierce album. Video oh, phone is like FaceTime. I was shocked that it was not Chaos Magician of the Abyss. So you should also mm-hmm. add Chaos Magician of the Abyss to the Bachelorette playlist. Yeah. You'll know okay, when it comes I'm up. I'm on it. Mm. All right, good. Great. <laughs> Stop trying to <laughs> crystal. I keep like unironically Actually, reaching no. for the crystal ball to drink. Sometimes they do it as a joke, and sometimes I'm like, you can't see my hand off. And sometimes it's for real. Sometimes you can't see my hand off the camera. I'm like, nope. Number six is to Josh. Mm-hmm. In the musical six, there is an art historical what? bop about the portrait painter Hans Holbein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A painting of one of Henry's wives by Holbein is said to have tricked Henry because it supposedly didn't end up looking like this wife. Which wife was this? Um, I think it was the... So in the seminal painting um, by Hieronymus Bosch, the um, Gardens of Earthly Delights. Garden of Earthly Delights. It's a good one. Right? The, it's a mm-hmm. triptych, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So there's... I'm Gianna, so you made a TikTok with... Huh? No, I'm just saying Gianna made a TikTok about this painting. Yeah. So she clearly remembers. So in that painting, which I'm pretty sure by now enough time has passed since you asked the question that I'm fairly certain you just said Hieronymus Bosch and nothing else. In that painting, there is a person who is like sort of what's is it prostrate when you're on like when you're face down laying down? Is that prostrate? I don't know. I think so. So there's a person prostrate within a large, maybe crab or frog-like figure. Uh-huh. And on their buttocks is like very, very old um, music notation. Okay. And someone has um, transcribed that and put it in actual modern oh. music. And the, How does it sound? Uh, well, I, I can't replicate that now, of course. Um, so I think that the, um, that song, that song is an ode to Elsbeth Binzenstock and like, I think that's, so that's kind of how we're arriving at this, um, conclusion. 
that the song is paying tribute to her as a like patron of um, butt art. And I'm so that's my final answer. What was the question? <laughs> In the musical six, there are six wives, and you couldn't name one of them. The musical. We said six. Elizabeth Bishop. I have never six seen the musical of Henry six. Okay, but all you had to do was know that one of the names of the wives of Henry the Eighth, and the correct <laughs> answer is Anne of Cleves. I'm just. Gonna, we're just gonna move on. What? <laughs> is that not what we said? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Josh just spent like five minutes with this really long answer explaining to why he Listen, was right. So Josh will give him credit. So Josh gets amazing. full point. Okay, so I, I'm at 2.2. You're still at 3.2 though. So you're a full point ahead of me. All right, cool. We're in it. What classical song does Edward play for Bella in the movie Twilight? God damn Claire it. Claire de What the shit? <laughs> why? It's Claire de Full point. Point. Hold Full on. Point. Hold on. Four point. It's not a. <laughs> Claire de is near and dear to my heart, as it should be for all musicians. Because of Twilight. The hell is because wrong with Twilight. you? No. <laughs> So 4.2 to 2.2. I'm pretty behind. Yeah, but you can make it up with this one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. What actress played the girl with the pearl earring in a movie? Kirsten Dunst. No, um, but you're, you're not The answer off. is Scarlett Kirsten Johansson. Stewart. Gianna, that's correct. Kirsten Stewart. Okay. <laughs> is it not Kirsten Stewart? They're the it same is person. Okay. It's fine. Okay. I think Josh gets half a point. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. so 5.2. 5.2. 4.2? No, 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 because I just got a full point. So 5.2. 5.2 to, you said half a point, so I'm at 2.7. Gianna, next question is for you. Which metal band has the most Grammy wins for a metal performance ever? This is a multiple choice question. Why is it oh. Grammys? Why is it Grammys? Tool. Because this is pop culture. That's true. B, but, Nine but hold on. C, Metallica. And D, happening. Ministry. Okay, D, Ministry, C, Metallica, B, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Tool. Nine Inch Nails. A, is, A, Tool. Is Tool. What was the last one? Ministry. 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 <laughs> what was the second to last one? <laughs> Metallica. Metallica. Metallica's the only one I know, so I'm going to say Metallica. The correct answer is Metallica, and Lady Gaga has performed with Metallica at the Grammys before. What's the Metallica song? One. Hey, Bianca. How's it going? Question number 10 is to Josh. Hold on. I get oh, a full point. No, I'm at 6.2 You're at 6.2, and I'm at 2.7. I'm pretty far behind. Also, that question was the, also that question was pretty easy because if the only band I knew was Metallica from a pop culture perspective, they probably it was probably going to be Metallica, right? Yeah, Process it is. from a Grammy basic, yeah, like, very basic. And also, like if we're going to go with you know like the multiple choice things, let's do the rundown, right? I was going to say Tool, 
Tool sucks. Come at me, Tool fans. I will defenestrate all of you. You are be prepared to Josh, be flamed. This podcast is exclusively a Tool fandom podcast. You just pissed off oh, a lot of Tool no. fans. They're the worst people alive. <laughs> okay, question number 10 is to Josh. She's so desperate. This to is a good one for us. you. Yeah. Yeah. How many versions of The Scream by Edvard Munga are there? Oh. Oh, you would know this one. No, I, I would not know the number, but I remember. I remember being very fascinated by the idea that some, like an artist, could make a masterwork. And then when I found out that there were multiple versions of it, that he just did more than one, mm-hmm. that's like that idea of that, like, you know, to, to me as a, as a musician, it was like, okay, you know, there's Beethoven's ninth or Beethoven's fifth or Mahler's, any of his symp- symphonies. Ask me what medium the scream painting is done on because I know that. Hold on. So there was like cardboard. He did one on cardboard. Right, yeah. Just like a cardboard that's sheet. That's my answer, cardboard. And so, and so, and so, and like when I found that out, I was like, okay. And then also on some of the versions, the colors are way more like grayscale. Mm-hmm. And then when I learned that, I was like, that's, that's, that's fascinating. So are we thinking like five? Are we thinking like 20? It's I'm, not more than that. No, I'm thinking four. Four? Four to five. five. Okay. Let's say, I'm Josh's gonna say, answer is four to five. I'm going to say four and a half. Four. Five. Final answer. Four. Four. What's your final answer? Four is correct. Uh, yes, oh! I said four. I said four. I Josh, said gets four. A, Josh gets a full nice. point. Nice. I get four points. Josh gets a full point. I get half a point for nice. cardboard. Yeah, so I said four, so I get four points. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that takes me to 6.7. Oh, but, but then you, but you were at 6.2, so now you've got half a point, so that's a tie. You oh said you had a tiebreaker. Okay, we tied. I, I have tie a tiebreaker. We had six point seven points both, so yeah. And and none That's of fair. none of the point telling was shady, so let's go. Question. Final answer for the win. In the spirit. Hold on, of... is this like a buzz in kind of thing? Like first um, turn. Yeah, first oh, yeah. Two yeah, answer. yeah. Have to answer first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So in the spirit of the the Super Bowl happening tomorrow, Miss Rihanna is making her. Uh, performance debut since 2018 that's the last time she performed so the question is which met gala theme was rihanna the co-chair of was it heavenly bodies uh, i remember her outfit from that one fantastic creatures fantastic creatures. fantastic four <laughs> i wouldn't just calba um I just remember her Heavenly Bodies outfit. Was he so not? I'm because she had the Pope hat, so I'm gonna say Heavenly Bodies. I don't know, Bianca. Heavenly Bodies is correct, Gianna. Oh my I god! I was saying I that win. this whole time. Yes, I win. <laughs> yes, nice job. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. My gosh! Wow. Whoo! What a what a oh, roller coaster man. that was. Oh. I'm so proud of you guys. We did Thank it. Thank you. We, we did, did it. it. We crushed it. Good Team job. Effort. Yeah. We really did. <laughs> I see. Um, I, I hope that as as the moderator and uh, person who made these questions that they were fair. That was all that I wanted is that you guys felt like it was uh, justice was served during the trivia game. Um, hold on. Let me. Nope. Not, not going to do it. Never mind. 
Okay, I was going to say, okay, well then, let me throw back to you and finish this. Uh, who, if you said, and justice was served, then I say, okay, and justice for all was an album by... Metallica. Thank you. I get a whole other point then. Damn it, I lost! <laughs> the hell is this? It's rigged! Yeah, some biased art news up in here. <laughs> Congratulations. Stop you. drinking your crystal! It tastes too good. That's not proper crystal care, I just want to say. It's probably true. Windex, maybe? Bianca, I so appreciate you being here on this episode, and we appreciate all I'm the truly art honored. charts tuning in literally for this chaos i'm never been this happy in my entire life um it did go very far off the rails and whoever stuck it out and followed us to the end i appreciate it too thank you very much absolutely absolutely well we hope you enjoyed this special segment of josh thoughts drunk edition bianca thank you for being our lovely moderator and putting up with us um but i think with that I think it's time to go, and Josh and I, um, yeah, I think we're going to finish our drink and call it a day, because we started this at 2.30, and it is now 6 o'clock, so we will talk to you all (laughs) in two Tuesdays. Cheers, and thank you. Art Pop Talk's executive producers are me, Bianca Martucci-Fink. And me, Gianna Martucci-Fink. Music and sounds are by Josh Turner, and photography is by Adrian Turner. And our graphic designer is Sid Hammond.